Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, the garage. This is the Brothers Catch Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together just to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. You pissed me off a few minutes ago, dude. I didn't. I'm like having a negative headspace. Why? Well, because we were sitting in here and you're like, I have to leave. I didn't say I have to leave. I just we said... We have to rush our energy. We don't have to rush either. I just said, I have to still make dinner. I didn't make dinner yet. That's on me. It's not your fault. It's not your fault I didn't make dinner. It's late. I'm, I'm aware that it is 10 p.m. It's past my child's bedtime. Well, that's... Again, that's that's not on me. <laughs> that's you. Um, the Yankees are losing. I wasn't rushing you or anything. I take my... Listen. I need to eat dinner. That is a fact. <laughs> I didn't eat dinner yet. Also a fact. That's just my fault. I don't... Uh, listen, I'm going to throw some tilapia in an air fryer and microwave a bag of frozen broccoli. My dinner will be ready in 10 minutes when I want it. I feel like the late night podcasts are harder for us to... Get into a... I don't know, to sell the audience that's out there, you know? Well, it actually doesn't matter what time we record, because it's <laughs> they listen to it at their own convenience. But I think they could tell it's late. You think? I think they can feel it. I'm trying to think, like when I listen to sleepy time energy. I don't know. I don't. I don't go to bed until like twelve thirty every night. Why you're so unproductive in the mornings, dude? I do struggle in the mornings. (laughs) Not that I'm not productive, but like my mornings are just slow. I used to be like really quick. Like I used to get ready for work. I used to have to be in work by six thirty, so I would have to leave my house at six. And which means I have to be up at five thirty. I could do everything in a half hour: shower, shave, uh, grab something from Wawa on the way, grab a coffee, sandwich, and go. Get to work. I if you tell me right now thirty minutes, I can't for thirty minutes. I can't just roll out of bed, brush my teeth, and get dressed. I don't know why. Uh, it's crazy. I think that happens with age too. Like you, you do I think generally I'm just slow. You do get slowed down. Like I don't walk. Fast enough. My knees, like my knees, creak when I wake up. So, what do we have to say? What do we got to catch up? About? You know, I, I had this thought at the gym. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid that like this Russia Ukraine war is just still happening. It's going on, man. It's stupid. Well, I mean, because and here's why it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Number one, war is stupid, but Good. that's besides the point. That's what I was going to say. Uh, it's stupid because, like, we're all still pretending, like, the Ukrainians are winning this war. They're getting fucking demolished on the ground. <laughs> do they not know that? I think I think everyone pretty much gets like, that. I, I don't think they do, dude. The well, propaganda war, like, keep fighting Ukraine, you're doing great. Keep going. It's like, stop. You should, you should stop oh, going. God. You should cut your losses. It's like you're watching a fight. And like, you, yeah, like you're there's getting... like three guys yeah, holding like, down a, a guy that they're stomping let's on. And you're like, cut oh, the right, losses. You're going to hurt them. And let's <laughs> just end it. Um, so that's my take. I don't want to talk about the war. Okay. All right, we don't have to talk about it. I just want to talk about the war. Listen, Listen I've you said you a really what I want to talk about. Point. And I just said that was on my mind today. Here's the thing. And here's what I thought about it. It's because I don't think about the war. Because the war, in my mind... He just gets it, lost in everything else. Exactly. Joe but, Biden came out today. Did, he wants to take our guns in the middle of all this shit. In the middle of a war in which <laughs> in which we are supplying weapons to just civilians in Ukraine. He's like, we need to take You're our guns You're letting people's away. grandmas it's take fucking the front lines against crazy. Russian tanks. It's so crazy how backwards everything is. But listen, the only reason why I brought up the war was because when I go to the gym... Yeah. That's all I see is war stuff because people on the treadmills just have their like little TVs on. They're not watching it. It's just like on, and it's always like a news channel. It's always Fox News, but I don't know, man. Here's a t- pro tip. If you go to the gym, turn your fucking TV off on the, on the treadmill or whatever you're on. Just watch something on your phone. Watch a YouTube video. Watch how to bake a chicken. I don't know. Anything, really. That's my take. I've reached a really weird, weird point where I feel as though I become a spectator who is completely uninterested in what I am forced to spectate. 
I used to, I've said it on this podcast, I've said it my whole life, and now I don't even know if it's true. Like, I'm starting to question, like, my reality of, like, who I am. <laughs> Just based on my reaction to everything I? now. Like, maybe I don't know myself as well as I thought. But my whole life, and I'll, I would say, and the reason why we have this podcast is because I thought I was legitimately interested in current affairs. Nah. And politics and, like, civics and governance. And I would commentate on it, and that's why I got into it the way I did and why I fought for what I fought for and why I believed in the politicians I believed in inevitably ended up in the position I am now as a right-wing, white supremacist, homophobic, xenophobic, racist, conspiracy theorist. Well, that, it's funny you say all that, because that's what I was going to say. It's like, you've just been farmed. Yeah. <laughs> like, you've been groomed into... Because grooming is, like, all the rage right now. You've been groomed to be a troll. Yeah. Not... Not... By your doing, it's just like this is now what I have to do. I have to respond to things. But no, but here's where I'm going to say before, because now I'm in this weird place where that I used to accept that. Like I was like, I like being the troll and being like the little. I don't mind spamming the 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 confrontational or or controversial opinions that I hold if I truly believe them. Yeah. But now I'm at this point where I'm watching everything happen, and I and there's so many big things. We have Supreme Court justices, and there's a war in Europe, and the president is shitting his literal pants. And oh my gosh, there's so the inflation is do, everything we've predicted for 20 years is happening. The new world order, forced vaccinations, economic collapse, centralization of power, shift in in the established way of. And all I can do is sit here and not give a shit. You and I want to know, not even don't want to give a shit. Like, I, w- I want let, I want, I wish I could suck the information out of my head. I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you why. First of all, <laughs> it's by design. Right? So, let me, let me take it back to, um, I once said, so, for those that don't know, I used to work in golf. I'm sure I've said that before. I used to work in golf. Um. There was, about two and a half years ago, there was, like, this new fad where, like, all the golf companies started making matte black finish wedges and irons. Yeah. And for, like, a two-week stretch, every set of irons that we were getting in for, like, our members who had custom-ordered clubs, every single one was black. And I said, like, jokingly, like, everyone is trying to be different, therefore everyone is the same. Because, like, everyone wants to stand out and have black irons, but now you just all have black irons, and guess what? None of of you stand out. And I think it's kind of similar with what's going on, right? If everything is this big news story all the time, there is no news. (laughs) There's no news anymore. You're right. If everything is breaking news, like, I said with, with Trump, right? Like, Trump wakes up, forgot to brush his teeth. Breaking news! President forgets to brush teeth! Like, whatever it is, right? So if everything is breaking news, if everything is this gigantic 24-hour news cycle, nothing is news. Nothing matters. And I think that's where me and you... And I'm better at it than you are. We're like, I just... Dude, I just tune it all out now. I don't care. I want to be uninformed. Those The people who spent their whole life being uninformed, they had it right. Sure did. Dude, you don't, there's no point in knowing, because it's, what good does it do? Can you convince anyone about anything? I guess no. Not. Can you have any good, constructive conversation with anybody? No. no. So, be uninformed. It's the way to go. <laughs> I'm even banned from TikTok now. Well, Bro, dude, you're an alt-right extremist. What do you I expect? Can't, I can't get, a, here's why I really get upset, and I don't want to be upset all the time, and I try not to be. Yeah, especially because we're trying to take this podcast in a positive a, direction. In a positive direction. But, like, I'm on Twitter, and I expect that sometimes the tweets that I'm going to say are going to be flagged on Twitter. Fine. I got off Facebook because, God forbid, I could, at five out of every six things I tried to post on Facebook couldn't be posted, so I left there. Twitter, I tolerate because I still like to see things on Twitter or whatever, but I mean, I don't expect my opinions to not get me banned there. But for a long time, I liked TikTok because a little bit more freedom on TikTok. However, just yesterday, I saw a video of a white liberal, young white liberal man criticizing a black woman for being a white supremacist enabling Trump supporter 
the black woman stitching the video back to him and saying like that's you're the racist like you're the white supremacist so then i went to his video the original video and commented this is a lot of white supremacy coming from liberals in this video and that got me banned so they can make content about white supremacy calling each other white supremacists but i can't go to the comment and mention white supremacy it just is so backwards and hypocritical you, and impossible for anyone to follow who wants to have an honest conversation i hate self-censorship it's also impossible to fight yes. and that's where i get into this mode of like it's why i i refuse to fight because like it's almost like i'd rather just be punched in the face repeatedly without putting up a fight <laughs> than like just getting everything blocked and then still getting punched in the face like, just, yeah just punch me in the face like i don't care because yeah. while you do that, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go do my own thing. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, what happens when half of your country and its citizens like just don't feel like they have a voice anywhere? It's not even. Yeah, it's not. It used to be anywhere. It used to be frustrating because there was no political representation. Yeah. And I used to say when it was Bernie Sanders and we were campaigning for Bernie, and I was knocking on doors for Bernie in 2015. I used to say he's the only person in politics who represents what I, at least somewhat of what I believe. And then there was none of that. Then it was like, well, I'm politically homeless, yeah. so I have to support Trump because at Dude, least he's remember, also outside remember of Remember Dem Exit? Yeah. And that, you know, Brandon Strucker got thrown in jail for a year. Yeah, because he lashed out against the Democrat, the Democrat Party. Party. Just for being at January 6th, he didn't go in the Capitol. They threw him in jail in solitary confinement for a year just because of who he was. It's amazing amazing so we live in a country where it's not now it's not even that so like i we can mention that stuff like okay is the justice system and irs and all these things are they really politically slanted to against their opponents because that would be something out of a banana republic is the are the we could say all these things that we've been saying for forever but it really comes down to it's not just that you're not represented politically your political opinions aren't represented at all and even on fox news there is one voice on Fox News that comes close to getting anything remotely right, in my opinion. Yes. That's not fair. Now, half of the country's well, politically design. half of the country's political opinion is manufactured for them. Must be nice. But if it's if your opinion is not manufactured for them, you have a very slim picking in like what you what you have to be able to say and hear. And that's stifling. And it's not healthy. And we're seeing the, the ramifications. It's rapidly changing our country. And it's becoming an, 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 a volatile place. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't disagree. And you know what's even more disheartening on top of that? Is, like, I've tried to go in a direction of, like, I don't care about anything except for, like, the libertarian voices that I follow. Yeah, That's what I truly think is, like... Right now, that's like what I'm choosing to to follow, and I gotta I gotta be honest, man. The libertarians, they're a fucking mess. <laughs> they like, have no organization. There's so much fighting between like prominent Twitter libertarians over the stupidest shit. And when you're someone like me, who's like, I don't necessarily hold really strong libertarian values. No, I just hold really strong anti-government belief and like. You all kind of do that, and sure, you have some, everyone has, like, these ideas that I don't necessarily agree with, but, like, why are you fighting each other? You're the only ones, you, your only chance is together, and you because, know that. Because everything is structured in our society and our they, system, especially on social media, to divide. So, oh my god, Gleyber Torres is absolute garbage. Oh my god. Oh, I can't wait to tweet at oh Jake. Oh my god, that was so bad. Can I tweet at Jake? <laughs> You see him as bad as the state of the world is, ladies and gentlemen. The state of the New York Yankees is dude, way. I've been, we I've are in been, trouble. I've <laughs> been saying it. We are in trouble. The the, and the now Yankees. We have Aaron Hicks. It comes down to Aaron Hicks to continue the game. All right. The Yankees have mirrored the liberal deterioration <laughs> of our society in lockstep. And I'm I'm gonna the write Ukrainian dude, national I am going Dude, like don't even get me started. I I wanna write I put it on Twitter the other day. Like I wanna make a ten part documentary that starts with like the eighties Yankees and how bad they were. 
And then, like, the rise of George Steinbrenner and the Steinbrenner Yankees and how good they became. And then to what, what they are now. And it's, they're, they're basically a joke. It's crazy. I don't even remember what we were just talking. I don't know either. I don't care. Uh, can I talk <laughs> about something else? Yeah, Talk's let's done. change it though. I think I'm going to start a journey of becoming a fitness influencer. You just you just wanted to start our YouTube career as disc golfers. I can do both. <laughs> you can't do our podcast. Me and Ezra. You just were telling me how much you don't have time to record our podcast. The only reason why we're recording right now is because you have a child. Are you kidding me? If you didn't have a child, you're telling me we'd be recording at 10 o'clock at night? You're going to blame a one-year-old for why we're Who recording Who had to watch a baby. I you say, needed my fiance to watch your no, baby. The only reason why we're recording at nine thirty at night is because you couldn't do Sunday recordings, which was a much better day. I mean, the same things would still happen. No, your wife would have to work on a Sunday. No. Then someone would have to watch a baby. No. For us to record, we'd have all day off. I think you just got to give your baby a microphone. No. Third mic. It. No. People might really like that. She will have no social media imprint until she's 21 years old. That's fair. <laughs> I I actually, that's one of the things I really appreciate about you and Rachel. Really? <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Cause it's, it's a little frustrating because, like, you want to be able to. She's sh- so damn cute and yeah. I want to show her off. But, well, that's what the photo album's for but, for friends and family. But I do respect that it's just like. Doesn't exist. I don't, yeah, I don't want it. In fact, we should really just stop talking about it on the podcast. Yeah, we shouldn't. None of this. We don't have families. We shouldn't even be using our real names. All right, but so. That's the thing. Wait. Um, yes. Let's, this is important because I thought about this today. You want to come up with aliases for the podcast? No. On Twitter, some fucking asshole. And it's probably not even a real person, which is why you say, like, don't get upset with these people because most of the time they're not even they're real. They're just bots. But it's, I don't even remember what it was about. It doesn't matter. But he responded with, it's always the Anon to, like, to like jerk themselves off and, like, some graphic masturbatory expression about And you're something. a real person on Twitter. As am I. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, it's always the fucking Democrats who make things fucking creepy and sexual and weird and fuck it up and make everything shitty. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I don't want to... The beauty of places like Reddit and 4chan... And the reason why they were so good in their moment when they were there, and now they're just mirages of themselves. Which, by the way, we didn't talk about this on the podcast, but I wanted to. Reddit did Our Place again. And I don't know if you checked it out or I'm noticed. assuming it didn't go well at all. It went fine, but if you are aware of the original Our Place and how magical that was, and watch the, the time lapses. The... Watch the time lapses of the original and compare it to this one. Just how shitty and retarded like the art is yeah, compared course, to it. It's like, because all the... It's probably, I guarantee there's a George Floyd face somewhere on it. Well, it's not even that. It's just like the quality of what yeah. is able to be produced because yeah. most of the actual good talented people, people yeah, are gone. website are gone. Well, you know, I was going to use... I don't even actually want to get into it. Um... Yeah, no, I don't want to get into it. Never mind. Okay. Um, I was going to say something, but I don't want to. About Reddit? Yeah, I've changed my mind. Okay. But the reason why those websites were so good is because you had the... the there was no restriction to access. You didn't have to tie it to your real self whatsoever. So people were allowed to freely express yes. themselves. <laughs> and say what you want about... Okay, you shouldn't do things that you wouldn't want to do... You wouldn't. You wouldn't, shouldn't say and do things that you wouldn't want people to know that you're saying and doing. Just because you're anonymous, you can't say and do. But there is also something to be said about the freedom that comes from like the collective hive mind that is unrestricted. So it's not about at that point when Reddit and 4chan are uh, when you're operating as an individual on those websites, but when the collective operates with anonymity, that's what makes things magical happen. Correct. So yeah, the individual's capable of doing more horrific things because they have less consequences. But the collective is able to accomplish greater things because there are less restrictions to their creative ability and their freedoms. Which is why you should prioritize that. Which is why we shouldn't be afraid of the individual consequences because we can police ourselves. We always have. 
That's not what we have to be afraid of. That's why censorship is always wrong and stupid and the tool of dictators and tyrants who want to control and stifle. This is basic shit, which is why it's so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I have nothing to add to it. We know this, though. <laughs> I know. Like, we know that, like, historically, those who are in favor of censorship are, are, the, are the most evil, <laughs> the worst. worst people. But I guess not. I, it's amazing, because we talked about the which is why I'm glad we started the podcast, because we've been talking about it for years. How do we think it could actually happen? Could we actually end up in a situation where people yes. are... And we were saying... This is my problem. That people don't think <laughs> things can still happen. And it's happening. So many people still live in this world where, like, history is history. Yes. And it will never happen again. I hope to God something like uh, the Holocaust never happens again. But, like, inevitably something will. Yeah. I, I hope we don't... America doesn't crumble into a, fir- uh, into a third world country. But guess what? It can happen. Yes. Like, it, it can. We don't... We're not this mad... I've, I've heard it from people I respect that are like, well, that can never happen here. It's like, dude, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> do you know what can happen here? Do you know what's happening here? Do you know what has happened here and is currently happening here? Think about the Civil War. There was two generations ago. I just well, not think... not two generations, but hey, two I'm going to tie this back to, like, the Yankees, too. I'm at this point where, like, I own... <sighs> I'll tie it to the Dolphins as well. I look at the Dolphins, right? They put a good leader in charge. They seem to be making all the right moves. And I feel hopeful. And I'm, like, excited. But then you look at the Yankees and what they've done. And I go... I get very pessimistic. And I don't know if the Yankees have turned me this way and therefore I act this way towards my country or if my country (laughs) has turned me this way and I act this way towards the Yankees. But I am actively rooting against you. I, I want you. No, to. no, I would never. I'm like, I okay. Here's a better way to explain it. When I watch the Yankees, yeah, I want them to win every pitch of every game. But when they lose, a little part of me gets to go. Fucking told you so. They're not good. This isn't going the way everyone, all the positive people think it's going. I kind of have that same feeling. I don't even know who the positive people are at this point. Well, uh. Because even the, the people Democrats, who used to dude. be the positive people don't seem to be positive. They just seem to be, like, they're, telling me I'm some sort of they're, way. They're positive in... Ooh, they're positive in a way. They're positive in, like, the fact that they just think everything's better now because Trump's gone. That's fucking crazy. That's, so that's positive. They're like, <laughs> like, yeah, sure, things aren't great, but, like, Trump's gone. Dude, it's like... Mm. I would give Trump's head on a fucking platter... For justice for all. Well, of course, but... And I don't think Trump deserves it. I would look him in the eye and be like, I probably deserve oh, it for this. You know what I did on... Was it Saturday night? What me and Amanda did on Saturday night? What? Well, maybe it was Friday night. We just threw on the Trump-Hillary debate, the first one. Oh, classic. I gotta be honest. I don't know how... In the first 15 minutes... Like, just watch 15 minutes of that. I don't know how you can, like, your takeaway be like, Trump's an idiot. <laughs> like, everything he says in the first 15 minutes, and he's just ripping her on trade and NAFTA and the jobs. He like, got it. Yeah. He- like, the question is posed, how do, you, how do you create more jobs, right? Like, what do you plan to do? And Hillary's like, well, we're going to have a plan to work on the middle class. It's like, okay, that's vague. <laughs> and Trump's like, here's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to. Cut regulation and taxes. That right away. It's going to allow business to expand. We're going to bring businesses back from overseas. And then Lester Holt's like, well, how do you bring business back from overseas? And Trump's like, glad you asked. Here's how I do it. We don't tax them. We let them leave. And then when they want to bring their shit in, we just let that happen. And Trump's like, we should tax the shit out of them. And Hillary, meanwhile, is just like, duh. And it's like, who watched that debate and came away of like, Hillary won that? Like, I like her points. No one. It's that no one watched the debate. You know? The power of the media to manufacture the consensus. Like, every poll for Biden, right? Like, CBS just released... Biden slipped to his new low in approval rating, and they're making it a big deal on CBS. His approval rating is up to... is down to 42%. 
But his RCP average approval rating, if you factor in the conservative pollsters too, is down near under 40, which is really low. Trump's wasn't ever really that low. So it's getting to a point where if you were to factor in, like when Trump was president and they would poll, you'd almost have to factor like plus or minus 7 to 10 points to a poll because of how they skew it. They'll, they'll poll like 20%. Who is that good for? It's almost like like skewing polls is almost as stupid as like if you're a golfer, like playing like, around yeah. alone and like writing down fake scores. Like that's not for anyone else. Like that's for you. Like you should know what you're shooting so you can be you're better, better and improve. Yeah. You're just lying about polls. It's like we're still we still got it. We're doing great. And it's like mm-hmm. But the the point of lying about polls is to convince the country. other people that like to convince the small portion of the country that legitimately believe it that they're they have more power than they do. Which is why we live in a listen, how many times have we said it on this podcast that this is big North Korea, this is a propaganda state. But we live in a we live in a propaganda state. The the entirety of our reality, the system itself, is only held together by the power of our corporations' propaganda wings to manufacture it. That's it. Once that reality fades, once enough of the country understands that it's all fake, the economy is fake, the government is fake, and not only is it fake, it's malicious and evil and designed to hurt you. Once enough people, not even that many, like 35% understand that, we can do something about it. Well, dude, that's my problem. But we're not there yet. Well, that's that's my problem was like last week on Twitter, like when I texted you, I was like, oh, the left is, they're so far gone. (laughs) Like I've known that they were gone, but like a part of me is still like, well, they're not like that crazy. And then I had a conversation with someone who still believes in their heart of hearts that like, the Democrats are the answer. Like, they're just so good and nice. And, like, everything they do is roses and, and kisses and butterflies. We're and, never getting out of this. It's like, you bash my head into a <laughs> fucking steel beam and wake me up from this nightmare. We're doing the same. It's insanity, you know? It's like, insane. everyone always says, well, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting different results. That's what we've been doing as a country for fucking 40 fucking years. Dude, it's a Truman show. God, okay. what a movie. Also, you see Jim Carrey retired? Just like in the middle of an interview. I'm out. He was getting interviewed for like Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And he's just like, he's like, yeah, I think I'm done. And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm retiring. Pretty sure. He's like, unless unless a script with written with gold ink from the angels comes. And I think people need to see this. I'm out. It's like, I just I enjoy my life. I enjoy my being, my spirituality, putting paint on canvas. I used to be like, I thought Jim Carrey became like, Two, but maybe he kind of, he's he's, you know, like kind of like Russell Brand in a little bit of a way, just like, but he got out a long time he's ago. A, he's very anti Hollywood. Yes, I don't know if you've ever. I don't watched care some if you're his, left in anti Hollywood. Go back and watch some of his appearances on Norm's podcast. They're weird, and like sometimes you can't tell if like it's going well. <laughs> well, I think that's just Norm though. Yeah, but it's even for Norm. It's like, what's happening? Like, it almost feels like, like, are they fighting? Like, what is this? But Jim Carrey, even for as crazy as, like, anti-Trump as he was, like, his beliefs are, like, legitimate. So I I don't... It's one thing for, like, Deborah Messing to go on Twitter and tweet something. Yes. It's another thing for Jim Carrey, like, to be, like, all zen in his, like, pursuit of spiritual oneness yeah. and believe that Donald Trump's aura is like yeah. negative and evil like I mean whatever like <laughs> I mean I've said this countless times though it's like I don't need you to be in lockstep with my thinking I just need you to like acknowledge the things Reality. that need to be acknowledged yeah and I think he does that enough like I, I mean I've fought with so many people during like Trump's time where it's like I'm not saying you have to support Trump by any means I'm just saying, can we look at the other side once? <laughs> can we see what's going on? All right, we got we to gotta end here with something nice. I think we got to go the other direction. You want to talk about, uh, I don't know, what are we talk about? I dunked two discs into the water. That's also negative. So I bought a floating disc. Talk about, talk about how that made you feel. That was sad. But you know what? Like... You know what's interesting? I remember what I wanted to talk about in the post. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We don't do posts. I don't know what you're talking about. 
That's our pre-show. Should I wait? Should it's I not it? a pre-show. It's just our. We just turn the mics on, record, and then one time I put it at the end of the show. You talk about disc golf, and then I'll bring up my thing. Well, I just wanted to say that you have a floating disc now. No, well, even losing the two discs in the water and playing like absolute garbage. Why don't you get back out there? You can get back out. Go throw my discs. I really want to get to a field. I want to it's do, listen. Fucking crazy. Imagine if only your only practice in golf was playing going golf. out to the tees and like going out to eighteen holes, and then that's the only times you drove. I gotta get to like a driving range for my for my discs. I, I don't gotta think, get distance. I, I think disc golf is a little different in the sense that you don't necessarily need a range. I think you need to go out to the course and just throw every single disc no. off the tee. No, I don't need. I don't want trees. I need to see what my discs do in their flight with my arm. I need to know what every disc does if I throw that disc in different ways enough times. And I need to know what disc goes further. I need to know without. Let's, let's, the let's trees. go to a field. Well, that's what I need to do. But I haven't done that yet. So like, I feel like I'm still kind of playing blind. Like I'm, I'm guessing a lot. I want to get the guessing yeah, out of the game. I, I feel that. I feel like I'm guessing a lot too. But what I was about to say is I. But it I mean, is crazy. Two weeks. The disc golf, the similarities to golf, that like, you lost the disc. Really, like, ah, I gotta get back out there. I know, like, I know how to not lose a disc next time. <laughs> well, when I lost the second disc, I did you know it? At what point did you know it? Like, how quickly after it left your hand? No, were you like watching it? No, no, no. I laid up with my buzz off the tee. Okay. Down to the bottom of the bottom, creek, but I was trying to get closer to the creek. But I hit the tree off the tee, and it ricocheted towards the water, short. So you're not so in the water. A, I'm not in the water. I had a long way to the basket. But where my disc was, my back is to the water, and I have a nice look at the 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 basket, mm-hmm. and I have all the room to the right. To the right, I have nothing that's threatening. Very the water. curious so how that's this why disc ended up in the water. I took my good disc out sure, that I wanted to throw. There's no way this there's goes no way it's going in the water. But when I fucking threw it, I didn't realize there was a branch literally hanging off a tree over here above me that it immediately hit and shot what? into the fucking water. It was so mad. But I played better after it went in because I was like, I had to be more careful out here. <laughs> I can't just throw shit. It's costing You're me. just like, <laughs> you're just flinging shit. No thought, just throw this shit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's golf, man. But I'm enjoying my disc golf career so far. I'm Good. terrible. I was watching. They're like minus twenty. Should on we day two do we owe do we owe an apology to disc golf? I underestimate no because I don't know what my learning curve is going to be. Give me a year and I'll tell you. Okay, in a year. All right. It if is... I'm still playing in a year and I'm like ripping it, I think I'll be good. April first of next year, we will reconvene on this podcast. But I don't know and, how good. It might we'll... just be like. Plus four or something, maybe. I hope that'd be that'd be pretty good, right? I'd be happy with that. If I every once in a while I go out and get close to par, but think about but think about how different that is from like last week when you're like, I'm be pro in like three months. It will exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I want to talk about real golf. Okay, I want to talk about the Masters. Shuffler. I want to talk about Scheffler. Um, and what I want to talk about specifically is nothing to do with his golf game. His wife. He was doing his post-round presser after he won. Wait, not to interrupt. Yes. But to interrupt you. Yes. There are three things that came to mind when you just said all the things that you just said. List them. First thing, did you see the bet that is $10 to win a million dollars? No, what is it? Scotty Scheffler to win the Grand Slam? It was Scotty Scheffler to win the Masters. It was... Like, this is someone's bet? They're like, this is a bet slip this that bet was out is, there. It's still, it's so still it's alive. Active. It's a parlay. It's a parlay, and he just hit the first leg. Two legs. Oh, was Scheffler and... Mm, can't remember. The other bet... The basketball one is the Phoenix Suns. Okay. They're alive. The uh, football one is the Bills Super Bowl. Don't see it. Sorry. Dolphins but are... That's a long Dolphins time are a team. Sorry. He's right now he can cash out for eight grand. Nah, I gotta let it ride. You gotta see what the Suns Yeah, do. you gotta see what the Suns do. Like, if you think they're gonna if lose... If the Suns get to, like, the semifinals... Cash out then. Yeah, you'll probably get more money. Um, that was the first thing. Okay. The second thing was, how do how was your gambling on the Masters 
personally. Well, I'll tell. I want to tell you my the guy <laughs> I had like vision of. It was Abraham Answer. Okay, he didn't come close. He had a great first day. It was one under, and that's pack, and I'm like, it's a good spot for him. Shot eight over on day, on day two. Oh, nine over on day two. Missed the cut. It hurt. Uh, I don't think I've bet anything else in the Masters. I did like a lot of live betting on the first round when t- I was just so giddy watching Tiger, and I lost like every single bet until I won like one. And I got all my money back, and I said, "All right, I'm gonna stop now." Because the third thing wasn't feeling it. I guess there's maybe even four things. The third thing, Tiger, even though he didn't really play all that well overall, it was nice that he had a good day on Thursday, right? Yeah, it was it, that Thursday round was awesome. Could have been better. And then I think every day he just got progressively more exhausted. And what you have to what you have to do in the Tiger world is like. I mean, I have the YouTube video of me saying his career's over and I was, like, on the verge of tears. Well, he came back. And instantly, when Tiger comes back, like, it's it's not about, like, being grateful that he's back. It's like, oh, like, he can fucking win. So, Thursday, I was like, hey, you're still in contention. You're watching him on Friday and you're like, all right, that wasn't a great round. But, like, maybe if Saturday he, like, turns it on and he didn't and it just got worse. And then I started to have, like, the perspective. And I was like, man, how cool is it that, like, Tiger played out there. Tiger made the cut. He beat plenty of big names that didn't make the cut. He played four rounds at the Masters. He was limping all over the place. He still pulled off shots all four days. That he's probably like, going to play in the majors going forward. And then that's what got me excited. was like, he has a chance. First of all, he's gonna win again. He wants. He will win he again. He wants Jack's record. I don't. Think, he doesn't think he, he. Listen, I don't think he thinks he can get it. I think he thinks he can get it. You do? I don't. I just don't know how many chances he's gonna have. He's gonna be really good he, for the next five years. He's gonna have a chance at the Masters. Yeah. Until he's like unable to get the ball two fifty, he doesn't have. He'll continue to have a chance at the Masters because of how good he is at that course. I think there's a couple courses in the in the in the open setup that like t- this year it's St Andrews like I actually wish that would have been next year because like I don't know if he's fully healthy to really give it a run but that dude can win at St Andrews forever because doesn't require you to be long you just have to you just have to be good at golf U S Opens he has a chance lengthwise they're gonna be brutal and I don't know if he can do it. But Tiger's so good at grinding out rounds and turning 75s into 72s and 71s and 70s. If he can still do that at U.S. Opens, he's going to have a chance. He's got no shot at any PGA for the rest of the time because they're just going to be low scores on these massive courses that I just don't think Tiger can go that low anymore. But we'll see. It's exciting. He's going to keep playing. He's probably going to get a couple more wins, maybe another major or two, and... It's gonna be awesome. So Tiger's back. Great. That's that was hard hitting golf analysis. It was. All right. Here's what I want to say about Scotty Scheffler. Yes. He was doing his post round interview. Yes. And he was talking about how he was feeling on Saturday night. And he goes, you know, like going into Sunday with the lead. How was he gonna feel? And he said, Sunday night I actually felt. I felt fine. We went and got food. I spilt my food in the car. Blah blah blah. And he's like, okay. He said Sunday was a different story, though. He woke up on Sunday morning. He was just, like, crying. Stomach hurt. He just didn't feel like he was ready. And he's a religious guy. And him and his wife are, like, religious, and they're, they're people of faith. And he starts telling, like, because, you know, if it wasn't for Meredith, really calming me down. And she just started telling me, like, you know, like, who are you to, to say you're not ready? And, you know, and he just kept harping on this idea of, like, you know, we don't control our lives because, like, God's in control. Now, I took a little issue with this. I, I don't consider myself super religious, but I don't consider myself not religious. I believe in God. Um, you're more religious than I am, I would say. Do you believe that, like, you don't have any control of your life and that... I... Like, she, he was saying, like, you know, if I go out and shoot 82 today, 
that that's just what the Lord has in store for me. And I, I understand that thinking. But when you say, I have no control of my God's life. God's in control. I don't. Well, is he saying God's in control is more like the Jesus take the wheel mentality? Like, I put it in God's No, hands. I think it didn't come off like that. It came off more of like, I'm not in control of my life. Like every it was like dis- the God's plan sort of thing. That God has a plan. Yeah, maybe. The plan's gonna but happen. I don't know. It, it was his plan that I would shoot eighty two. Yes, I think that's probably what he meant. But it came off a little more like. It doesn't matter what choices I make. I'm because, a marionette for the yes, Lord. Yes, that's what it came <laughs> off, and it like kind of. It was the first time I'd ever been like, oh, like, that's weird. <laughs> like, dude, like you, you should take control of your life. Yeah, dude. Because God's plan is to like for you to. To make God your own decision. gets caught like masturbating in a mall dressing room. Like, what's he gonna say then? You think it was Tiger's plan <laughs> to get caught <laughs> fucking everybody? Yeah, no. That was God's, God's plan. plan. <laughs> God's plan was like, Tiger, you're gonna break Jack's record and be the best golfer of all time if you just don't fuck all these hoes. Yeah. And he's like, Well, I got. Hold on, I gotta make at, it a little more challenging. Look at all of them, though. There's so many. That's so funny. So I don't know. It just it was interesting to me, and it I, stuck out. Do you watch any of the golf TikToks I sent you? I watched. I, I just saw that one that you sent me. Say that one. From I that guy. The one of that girl. You didn't watch the one of the girl who dated the professional golfer. No. I sent you a TikTok of a woman who said she went on a date with a professional. That was a couple days ago. Now. Should I watch it right now? Maybe. But I wanted your reaction to it because I had a very distinct reaction to it, and I was wondering if we had the same one. Is it this one right here? Because my first, I was like, I want to know who the golfer. No, that's the guy. When did you send it to me? I don't know. Maybe two or three days ago. Really. I normally watch every TikTok. I think underneath it, I even said, did you watch that TikTok? Because, like, I was very interested in how you would react to it. Wait, hold on. Is that this one? I just got back from a date. This one? I went on a date with a professional golfer on the PGA Tour. I looked him up. And, you know, I thought to myself before the date, do you really want to do this? And I, you know, I was like, I can do this. I can be a whack. I can be a whack. I'll go to Augusta, Georgia. I'll wear a golf skirt. I'll give up my career, not me spending my entire adult life in school and just getting my JD and passing the bar. I'll do this. I'll be a whack. Men are losers. The most boring, jail, not smart, not funny guy I've ever met. And here I am. Back at home, eating spoonfuls of peanut butter right out of the fucking jar because I am done. I cannot do this anymore. You all suck. I'm fun. I'm smart. And I'm cute. What the fuck? It's kind of cringy. Right? But I'm not doubting that that guy probably, probably was sucked. He's probably yeah, a loser. He's probably a loser. But, like, but you're, she's like, who the you're fuck are you, dude? You're also a loser. That dude's on the PGA Tour, dude. Wait, hold on. <laughs> you're cute. Like, she was cute. Yeah, she's fine. You came home from a date and just made a video of yourself talking to a camera. You're a fucking yeah, loser. You're a loser. You're shit-talking a dude who's also, on the tour, I gotta man. be honest. And this is not a shot at all, women. In fact, I shouldn't say it. <laughs> but I'm going to. There's like seven interesting women I've met in my life. <laughs> None of you have anything in- interesting to say. I don't either. I'm not saying I'm interesting. But like, no one's really interesting. It's like, what are you looking for? Also, what do you, you have want? to be like, I'm funny, I'm cute. What's wrong with me? It's like, well... Well, d- that attitude is what's wrong <laughs> with you. Right there. <laughs> like, you're not special. No one's special. You're going to like have a conversation with a dude who's like playing professional also, golf. A professional athlete... I was a, and act like he's the one who's boring and a loser. You might just not have interest. I bet it was something really cool, too. Like she seems like no, she's I don't know, man. Like, there, there are a lot of, like, nerdy, milk-based, yeah. bland. But at the same time, though, like, I don't know. Maybe you didn't show any interest in him. Maybe if like, you were interested in golf, you'd found it in- interesting. Yeah. I But I had the same reaction. I was like, oof, this girl... Yeah, I mean it's it's the it's the nice guy thing. You know those guys are like, oh, I'm yeah. such a nice guy. What does anyone What's like? Me? Yeah. It's like, dude, stop. Yeah. If are you're that nice? if you're always just like talking about how nice of a guy you and are, why and no one likes why you. no one likes you? You suck. <laughs> you suck. Yeah, it's probably because you're not what you think you're. 
Um, I was kidding about what I said about women. There are plenty of interesting women. I just can't think of any off the top of my head. I'm kind of interested in Amy Schumer. It's like a like a, from like a analytic and research purpose type of way. That you could like just be a woman and steal jokes. Yeah, like what is it about Amy Schumer that made her famous? Is because she's just related about, to Chuck nah, Schumer? Just talking about sex. And she was cute. I think it's probably more because she's related. It's to crazy Chuck that Schumer. she hasn't connected those dots. They're like, no, people stopped finding you funny when you got gross and ugly because it's not funny anymore. She's, because oh, she's beautiful. I'm sure. No. <laughs> She's gross. Uh, that's all, folks. That's you can't say that. That's, that's trademarked. It. It's over. That's, that's all, folks. Trademarked. Oh, uh, that's all, folks. You can't do that. No way. That's definitely out of the. That's like in the public domain. No. That's so old. I don't think so. And they have to stutter. Also, this whole notion that Joe Biden has a stutter is like, if you say that, you're you're like a brain dead person. I've been saying brain dead so much because I really I think I really think they're love brain dead. Watching Joe Biden speak. I love it. <laughs> it like it makes me happy. I love it. I love that like our president can't form sentences. And the reason why I like it so much is because the left spent four years telling me Trump, Trump can't complete sentences and, and I'm like Biden actually can't. Like he actually can't complete sentences, but sure. Orange man bad. But no, but seriously, like, he literally never had a stutter. He doesn't have a fucking stutter. <laughs> we know that. We know that. And if you really think he has a stutter, fucking leave. Like, just go. Well, here's the door. Let's just go watch videos of him from, like, literally uh, when he was vice president. I should have brought it up when we were talking about Reddit. Yeah. I wanted to talk about uh, that subreddit I found. The Never Broke a Bone subreddit. Oh, yeah, that's cool. It's really funny. You think that'll get ruined, taken down for bullying? Of course. Why wouldn't it? I don't know. All right. All right. We'll sad. We'll make you sad next week. now so what do you want to talk about did you see the um, Biden gun stuff I saw everyone being angry about it but I didn't see UCF but I didn't see the actual law that that like there's everyone no is freaking out about there's no law it's just him saying that he wants to get rid of certain things and being annoying Nothing good. Well, obviously. I wasn't expecting anything good. No ammo sales online. You can't... That's build, ridiculous. You can't 3D print gun parts. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah, I saw that. The the lockdown on ghost guns. But it's stupid because it's not... It's not real. What it is. It's stupid. Look. It's just sickening that, that he gets to be the person that decides what I can and can't do. You know, like... The Biden family is so corrupt and they're so historically just, like, disgusting and they're the ones that make laws now. It's not right. And they get to tell you what you can and can't do. <laughs> and then today there was a big story about Jared Kushner. It's like, I don't care. And, like, all the Saudi Arabian, like, money and now Democrats are like, but Hunter Biden's laptop. It's like, I want to fucking, I'll be kind, smother you all with a pillow. Because that's so stupid. No one cares about Jared Kushner. 
on the Trump side. Most Trump supporters don't like Jared Kushner. Then the rest of them really don't have much of an I opinion. I just don't. Ha- I don't have an opinion on him. I don't care. Regardless, though, well, everyone is just going to be grateful that Democrats care about political corruption and grifting. So, like, it's we live in this. That seems like a terrible idea. Let's watch how this pans out. Uh, it goes right up. Um, the left seems to think that, like, if you support Trump or supported Trump, like, you just love everyone around him at all times. And it's like, that's not the case at all. Um, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, it'd be one thing if they ever expressed any sort of, like, actual... They don't care about corruption. They just care about sticking it to the right. Truly, that's all they care about. But it's not because they perceive it as the other way. Like, they perceive the the vitriol that people like me put out against Hillary Clinton as, like, just anti-Democrat. Correct. But that's because they're mentally retarded. I don't think it's that they think it's anti-Democrat. I just think... I mean, in a way it is, because now it's become anti-Democrat. I just think... I can't stand these people. In fact, I was actually talking about that over the weekend. Someone was like... like, My problem is, like, I don't... I don't hate both parties equally. I hate the Republican Party. But, like, I just hate the Democratic Party more. Way more now. And it never used to be like this. But at this point in time, like, it's gone... I always go back. I to, really blame their supporters. Yeah, they're they're terrible. But it makes sense because they're all like the weirdos. Like they're just so like <laughs> I don't know, man. I I told you about it. Like I was on Twitter, and the amount of people who just like live in this world where they think Joe Biden is like the most ruthlessly attacked president of all time, <laughs> like for no reason, is crazy. It's like first of all, he doesn't get enough enough shit. Of course not. And. Well, he's been protected since, for the last 45 years. It's wild. Hold on, I have to get the dog inside now. Okay. It's barking. Alright, hold on. Um, there was something I wanted to talk about on the post. I can't really remember what it was. So, 